I love the smell of my pump in the morning. Did you first play? I'll bet you could suck a golf ball through a garden hose. Good morning, Vietnam! You let me worry about that green beret. Napalm in the morning. Your first, last, and only podcast for the Vietnam War through film. misty-eyed good morning campers hey everybody we're uh we're a little sparse in studio uh troy is here in spirits and uh which is more than we usually get from him so (laughs) love you troy bottoms up and uh yeah uh why are we that's fine we don't need him why are we getting all teary over the uh russian national anthem well tonight folks Mm-hmm. We are doing. You've been asking for it. <laughs> Clamoring. Coordinates of death. Or target of death, or target for death. <laughs> We're not really sure on the translation because yeah. neither of us speak Russian. But yeah, uh, we might remedy a little surprise guest maybe at the end of the podcast. We'll tease that. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Well, that Cross better come fingers. through because you've yeah. already mentioned it. So okay. Um. Uh, yeah, this is a uh, this is a uh, target of coordinates of death. It's not, it's, it seems more awkward. Let's call it, let's go with that name. Coordinates of death. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like that. It's it's cool. Like yeah. Oh, what are the coordinates of death? Uh, uh, latitude, longitude? Right, yeah. yeah. Um, no. Uh, this is, this is uh, yeah, I mean, how do you, how do you, where do, where do we start here? This is 1985. 1985. 1985. Should we, should we start with our beer of the week, which we need to get a drop for, but we beer don't have. Beer of the week. Uh, <laughs> this, this, I, I will tell you all a small, a very brief story. So I went to the local liquor store, and I said, I need some Russian beer, because we're doing a Russian mm-hmm. thing. Okay, and they looked at me like I was crazy. And we got nowhere with that. So we ended up with Tiski or Tyski? T-Y-S-K-I-E. Which, oh. is, which is Polish. <laughs> <laughs> now... I don't have my PhD geography, Matt, but I do know that those are not the same country. They are not. They are not the same country. But Poland, I end, I ended up mm-hmm. going with this because Poland mm-hmm. is kind of near Russia. Okay. So, by the transitive property, this is Russian beer. It's just yeah. the best I could do. So sorry, I was attempting to get Russian beer for the for the show, but I failed. It tastes like the Soviet Empire. He tried to do his best, but he could not. Mm. Sort of skunky and bitter. Um, yeah, it's fine. You know, yeah, you could. I think you could pound this pretty easily. You know, like if you speaking of the Soviet Empire, yeah. yeah, yeah. This 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 goes down easy. It um, does. It's like yeah, too easy maybe, but yeah, because we're almost out. So, <laughs> well, this film is quite the str- uh, trudge. So you know, hours of uh, no, no, no. It's an easy one. So, folks, if yeah. you are like, hey, I've got an hour to kill, and I want to. 
watch some Soviet propaganda. Um, it's on the YouTubes, yeah. Pull it up. Do it. Coordinates of death. Yeah, coordinates of death. It's got some great alternative. I was looking at the poster, and it's, like, super cool. Some of it is, like, you know, I mean, um, say what you want, but some of them... Uh, some of them communists had had great visual design, Matt. They did. They did. A lot of block letters, I noticed. But, um, <laughs> yeah, other than that. Heavy on the block letters. Yeah. Um, for sure. Well, yeah, uh, the, uh, the old good old coordinates of death, it, uh, it's tough to find a lot of background on this one. We don't have a ton. It's essentially about Soviet involvement in Vietnam, and we don't really have a year on this, but I can kind of maybe hazard a guess based on my... Some of my uh, research I did. So, does Hanoi Jane involve in your research and the timing? She is not, but this just reminded me to pull up my research notes on my computer. So I will okay, do that. Do now. that. Do <laughs> that now. <laughs> yeah. Eric will vamp. Yeah, um, yeah, give me give me forty five minutes because my <laughs> computer sucks. So, so yeah, the the uh, um, it was uh, it was filmed in um, it was filmed in Vietnam, um, and uh, you might ask why is that uh, when the American films. You're usually watching are filmed in like the Philippines or uh, Georgia. Well, um, they buddies. Yeah, the, this is uh, again. Um, you you may or may not know this, but we did not win. The United States did not win. Spoiler alert! Come on, man. The uh, second, or even involved in the third Indochina war, but um, we uh, the the R- Russians were heavily engaged, especially with uh, with Vietnam at the time, and so. They were they were friends, yeah, um, and they were they were keen on on promoting their involvement, probably more so than it actually was, which I can get into. But um, yeah, 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 they they were definitely involved. So, and this is a great propaganda kind of. Oh, it's oh, it's heavy tool because yeah. because here you have you know the U.S. really stepping in it in in Vietnam, and it's a chance for it the, being poo. Yeah, the Russians to. To call out, you know, um, America and all of its problems and all of its right. excesses, and um, and 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 maybe if you're lucky, by the end we'll hear that in beautiful song. The, uh, the I, I'm the, looking forward to that. Yeah, let's just skip to uh, the end. Let's just yeah, start. let's do that. I mean, it's not going to take us long. There's okay. a lot of there's this this goes uh, this goes at a pretty brisk pace. Um, yeah, shall we jump in? Yeah, let's jump in. Um, we we start off with it with a kind of a, I mean. To to we we always like to you know think of the expanded Napalm in the Morning podcast universe, and so Dumbo Drop um, seamlessly blends into this one because it we does. follow an er- elephant caravan, yeah, right? Um, under under attack, right? Also. Not um, Ray Liotta jumping out of airplanes, the elephants in this one, but nope, nope, they're just uh, running along the ground. Yeah, we have Vietnamese countryside. We have kind of a uh, actual a, Vietnamese countryside. A male vocal in the background singing, and a, a large group of Vietnamese are walking through the jungle with elephants. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they're crossing a river, and then we see a some white woman. We're not sure who she is. We won't find out for a bit who she actually is. What What were your What were your first? Um like impressions, like who? What did you think? Well, I had read about the movie ahead of time, so I knew. Ah, uh, okay. So, so, so I won't say. I was thinking like this must be like a like a Russian, like aid worker or advisor or something. You know, like I was trying to think like what who is this person? Um, w- yeah, we'll find out. 
Well, yeah, in a little bit. But we have this, so this kind of, you know, this group, uh, we see a helicopter flying overhead, an American helicopter, and everyone kind of starts running. Uh, More helicopters are coming in. They're closing in. They're sort of randomly just shooting haphazardly at civilians. Um, We have uh, the Vietnamese sort of shooting back. We have some Viet Cong, I guess, shooting back, hitting one. Um, They shoot one. (laughs) This is, this... We're already we're just a couple minutes into the movie. Maybe already my favorite scene. Um, hits one American guy that's in a helicopter who has this like giant white rope tied around him. So he like he's hit and he falls out of the helicopter, but he just like kind of dangles dangles there yeah. by the white rope, and then they pull him back in, and it's just fantastic. Like yeah, yeah no, it's like it's totally um, it's totally not. Um, not what you ever see in actual combat or in even in movie combat where like, Hey everybody, yeah. like, like, uh, you know, I, I don't like, it's a you know like a Chinese fire drill. Like everyone, like everyone that's hang out of the helicopter <laughs> as much as possible. <laughs> and, uh, and like, will that be funny? I used like, to do yeah. that when I was like 17, you know, those at stoplights. Yeah. Yeah. This is very Chinese fire drill. Yeah. Those, those crazy Americans. Bad. Um, naughty me. And uh, we, we we should say there are, there are real helicopters. Like this is a they are some budget happening here. Well, they um, didn't have the budget to figure out how to make a guy fall out of a helicopter look realistic, so they just tied a rope to him. But they have some some yeah. good helicopter crashes. Like they have one that if I didn't, I, I it was a real helicopter. But if I didn't know it was a real helicopter, I would assume it was like. A toy that somebody like they like zoomed in real close and like a toddler like just dropped a toy helicopter like onto the ground like is kind of how it looks. Yeah, because they also chose to like, um, hey, let's because it was probably dropped from like a crane, I'm guessing, or something. Because all you see is like this sort of lawn dart, just like like falling and and to the ground. The, the The rotor should be moving. Something should be moving. Like there's no one in the helicopter and there's no. Nothing moving on it. So and it's well, maybe just, well, they maybe the guy that was in charge of uh, turning the crank in the helicopter that turns the uh, propellers, the rotors. Um, yeah, like the, he's hooked maybe to a he bi- like, he's hooked to a bicycle. Yeah, so yeah, it's in, like a, yeah. like a hamster wheel. Like maybe he got uh, picked off or something. So maybe he fell out with his, his no Johnson. No, <laughs> he's been hit. His rope his rope wasn't tied around his waist tight yeah. enough, and he. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I, yeah, I, no, he tied it around his neck and. Uh, I did ended up like tragic. David Carradine. Yep. Too too soon. Wow, too soon. Um, I did read that. Uh, <laughs> I did read that. Like you were offended by that. Come on, that really hits me in the David Carradine. Yeah, the. Uh, um, it's we shouldn't kink shame Dave. I mean, you know, no, just, I'm not just <laughs> no, I'm not shaming. Uh, I was just making a comment on a different person that died. Win Car- Carradine. Yeah. 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 Okay. I mean, I, I, I keep just throwing around. I d- I read read that um, actual Russian aid workers and 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 basically any Russian like, hey, you want to be in a movie? Nineteen eighty five, like he was hanging around in Vietnam. Uh, they got them all and just said, get in this helicopter. <laughs> they did not say niet. What's because I don't know what is yes da da. Let's say it's da. Yeah, they would uh, say da, and. Uh, yeah, they, they they all joined. They all joined. Got forces. in trouble with the Aussies uh, a couple weeks ago, and now we're going to get in trouble with the Russians. I know. Ugh. Putin's going into Ukraine just to spite us here. I have a feeling. But 
Yeah, well, they could watch this to get some get their spirits amped up. Um, uh, this this makes me think like it wouldn't be hard to beat the Russians in a war. Watching this movie, although I think the reality is probably different. Yeah, well, the um, I mean, the Russians are very much the role is kind of oh, we're just observers here, or you know, like is the 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 they're they're witnesses to the um. Uh, wanton killing of the United States, um, which will yeah end. yeah. So we so we have our our unnamed white woman who it yes. kind of closes on her. She is very sad, and and the bombing stops. And then we cut to I guess our opening credits, um, which is a Vietnamese map or map of Vietnam, kind of map of Indochina. Yeah, with uh, the, the Vietnam part cut out. The Vietnam part cut out with flames, flames rolling. I like to point out. I hope they gave um, uh, art art credit to the makers of Bonanza, the TV show. The <coughs> features features the burning map at the beginning of every episode. I'm like, uh, copy much? So yeah, I wasn't happy. No, I was furious. You need to make sure you hook up your copyright. <coughs> I threw down my. Tiski, sponsored by Tiski or Tiski. We're not Tyski. sure how to pronounce it. Yeah, um, there was some really good '80s synth music in the opening oh, yeah. too. Which <laughs> I, I, in my notes, yeah, I, had, notes? I had um, sounds kind of like a Russian version of '80s Rambo music. And you had what? I had the this is poor man's Blade Runner score. Okay, yeah, okay. So you you get the you get the idea. There's a they're trying to be like it was it was better than it than a lot of the garbage we see. So I mean. In some ways, okay. So yeah, the credits were like friggin'. It was half the movie, like was opening and ending credits. So like, <laughs> it really, it really went on. They just want to give credit. And uh, uh, so, how how would you describe the uh, Matt the uh, kind of the scenes of American helicopters flying around, doing what they do? What are they doing? What's uh, oh, is what, this one we're on the boat? And the uh, well, even even bef- even before that, uh, the, the the chasing the elephant uh, oh convoy, okay. which is which is a scene that is repeated many times in this movie. Yeah, no, you can see they use the same footage multiple times too. <laughs> uh, in those shots, like in the in the beginning there, and it's just kind of helicopters randomly flying, shooting at yeah. civilians haphazardly, randomly flying like. You know, some of them are everyone being all cr- like just shooting, like 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 wantonly, like yeah. like demon laugh kind of like yeah. It was <laughs> it, it was very um, like we get it, Russian directors. All right, now the we know who the bad guys are. We 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 know who the bad guys are. Uh, just flying around and murdering everyone um, on the ground. Um, oh, I do. I'm a little late in the notes, but really realistic video of an American guy tying himself to the helicopter. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you notice the pyrotechnics were disturbingly close to the elephants? Like I did, <laughs> I did notice that. I was like, so there were some huge explosions in this movie, right? Like, like we're talking um, Tropic Thunder kind of like shit going off, and and uh, this elephant's like running and like he's Forrest Gumping and out of there, barely, barely makes it. Yeah, foreshadow. Was, yeah, on your right. part there. Yeah. Right. It's all it's all part of the universe. Okay, keep it keep it keep it down. We don't want to spoil anything. Um 
But uh, there's lots of suffering of the innocents and. Uh... <laughs> oh, you think they were guilty, Matt? <laughs> I just love that phrase. The suffering of the innocents. Yeah. Um, right. Right. It's yeah. like. No, te- yeah, te- of course. Teardrops. Uh, were, yeah. It's just, it was just a really bad line you just had. Like, it was just. <laughs> It just hit me. That was just funny. So. Yeah, no, I have it in quotes. The suffering of the innocence. This is like the, uh, you could see that on a storyboard where they're like, okay, uh, suffering of the innocence. Um, uh, oh like, you know, God. okay, now what do we need to go to the, uh, you know. Uh, oh, jeez. So, uh, S-O-T-I, they even had a code for it, yeah, more sody. Wow. Um, and, uh, yeah, there's. <laughs> okay, so we're we're post, so now we're on, we are, we're in some kind of giant barge now. They're playing chess, this one? No, uh, they're playing, I believe they're playing checkers. Oh, yeah, they're playing checkers. And our little girl, Tricia, the six-year-old, named it checkers. <laughs> oh, uh, tweet us if you, uh, if you catch that, if you catch that link. They'll folks. be hearing it many times. Yeah, okay. Because I didn't catch the name of the Soviet dude that was playing checkers there, and... I did not either. In my notes, I just have checkers written down the entire time, so... <laughs> okay. I will play that every time I reference him. Um, but a U.S. spy helicopter of some sort is flying by. Is there? Yeah, they say that, and then checkers? they say it's a. Then there's a spy plane. They say, and uh, yeah, um, and then and then the boat comes up, and it's like, hey, you guys, what do you got in that boat? Yeah, yeah. So the ship, U.S. ship, comes by very close. Do you have missiles? The uh, the Soviet ship says no. Uh, the U.S. says your ship's like, all right, slow down. We'll check to see if you actually have missiles. They it's say, a violation like, of international law. It's a violation of international law. <laughs> and uh, uh, the U.S. says, this is the U.S., I think, in my quote here, uh, in time of war, the strongest make the rules. Yeah, 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 I have that too. The yeah. strong make the rules. Oh, the strong. Yeah, it's, um, again, uh, Russian boat steams ahead. Um, yeah, they're gonna outrun them. They're in a cargo ship. How are they gonna? Yeah. Cargo ships don't go fast. Yeah, right. Um, and cut to more American helicopters. Um, <laughs> I have the same thing. Cut to some choppers, <laughs> Americans <laughs> uh, flying over and shooting at random Vietnamese. Yeah, jokes. they're just like drinking Boats. beer in yeah. the helicopter, like yeah. while they like. Oh, hey, it's your turn to do the uh, the the skeet shoot. You know, like they're, they're yeah. just like. Drinking beer in a helicopter, flying around shooting civilians. Yeah, this did not happen. No, 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 no. With uh, with good foley work of baby crying um, and suffering of the innocents. There's a lot of that. Um, <laughs> flying over more villages, killing everyone. Yeah. Chopper like, now decides to shoot up a village. Yeah, they're going shooting boats. We've so we've got we've got they're covering the gamut. Yeah, here. they want to like. And then I have oh damn, they shot a cow. Too. Mm, that that, that hit me hard when they killed that yeah, cow. Did it? Yeah, it was, uh, it was rough. It was. I was worried about the elephant myself, but yeah. um, so so. Okay, this American servicemen surely got completely fucked up on mm-hmm. weed, opium, heroin, alcohol, anything you could name, essentially. But when they're on missions, this this kind of thing would not be normal at all. You know. Yeah, no that that puts that puts other people in danger. They're they're right. not going to let them because that right. you know friendly fire is. No, yeah, they are not, not bringing a ca- like, just like when we record this podcast, it's very serious business. Okay, so we do not 
partake mm. for our YouTube viewers. That's um, good Tisky sponsors. We, we yeah, you got to take it very seriously. Yeah, and that's why we don't. There's no suffering over the innocence. Well, the few people who listen to this, but heyo, self burn. Okay, so uh, <laughs> those are our listeners. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we're they're making them suffer. Yeah. So uh, there's a phone call for Fong. So Fong, we meet um, on the boat. Fong is the oh no no they go uh, then then they cut to a, they're in jeeps now and then they're on the ground going hooch to hooch, uh, killing people. Uh, did you see the the most Russian hooch to looking, hooch was a great Scott the man. most yeah. looking Russian looking guy ever? He had like the mustache with the sunglasses on and he was like <laughs> six foot seven, yeah. and he like just so, comes into some some hut and. There's like an old woman and two little kids, and he just kind of smiles and then throws a grenade at them. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's it, I I I have to wonder, like, you know, like if you make it a little more nuanced, like, are people likely to get more invested? You could see people saying, like, "Oh God, this is such so such propaganda." That yeah. like, um, like okay, like we're we're not attempting to diminish the fact that like atrocities happen because they certainly did, but like. The kind of way they're presented here, where it's just kind of like, "Ha ha, this is so funny!" Like, and it's like a joke yeah. to the Americans, um, and it's very, it's it's so like random and sporadic, and um, it's just it's just way overblown. Like, yeah, no, I, I thought I thought you, and actually, like, if I'm on, if I'm part of the like the production team of the movie, we say like, "Hey, we actually are a more persuasive movie." If we dial that back a little bit, like, because, because by the end, you know, they're trying to show, oh, these people are regretting it. The soldiers are. And so that, that doesn't, that doesn't, some, 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 some. And, uh, you know, it again, it kind of conflicts with this. So it's so heavy. Um, You know, again, okay. More flying over villages and killing. Are we to the phone call yet? Uh, Phone call for Fong. So Fong, he's one of the, the main sort of protagonists in the movie. Um, uh, Fong and, and and his wife May. Um, did you get the little boy's name? I don't think I got the little boy's name. But um, they have a they have a child. No, like a two year old. Um, yeah, he gets him on the phone and he kind of yeah. like gets pissed at the kid. Like, hey, that fucking kid's not talking to me. Like, I like him to talk to me. And <laughs> fuck that little kid. <laughs> I mean, it, in trans Vietnamese translated to Russian, translated to. English. I mean, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I'm not be, sure. I mean, those... it's probably not exact, like word for word, what he said, but it's the gist yeah. of it. So uh, he was in the Soviet Union when the kid was yeah, born. several years. So, 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 so obviously, he, he, the kid, either, that kid's like two. Yeah, he's probably two. He's pre- he's either never met him or you know he's barely seen him type of thing. Right, and so he's very mad that the child that he doesn't know won't chat with him on the phone. Yeah, I thought I thought that's a bit of a dick move, dude. Like. Yeah, no kid wants to talk. No two-year-old wants to talk to you on the phone for hours. No, Come on. my kids don't want to talk to me on the phone <laughs> now. And um, yeah, so we have uh, you know Kate Francis, who is the white lady. Um, we learn we have a name. We learn her name. Okay, yeah. Kate Francis, uh, who I also, I won't spoil it, but we have um, she will. How do we say this? Um, She's really the stand-in for an actual historical character here, Kate Francis is. One um, we've covered. We have. In a couple yeah. films, actually. And 
Vietnamese soldiers and civilians are with her, showing her uh, the ropes and, you know... Hey, look at that. It's a burned-out village. Hey, there's some uh, civilians being carried out on stretchers. Yeah. Et cetera, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Hurry, make the human chain to, you know, dig out or dig this. There's there's one scene, did you like that, where there's like, there's like someone is sticking their feet out of a dirt pile. <laughs> and, <laughs> and they're like wiggling their toes. It's very bizarre, like... It's, it's yeah, like, I had that too. Like it comes off as like <laughs> hilarious rather than like yeah. Trying to excavate a dead body. I'm like, what are right. you doing? No, no. It's just somebody like, like, ooh, bury my bury my legs in sand, daddy. <laughs> like, yeah, like they're getting tickled. <laughs> like, it was, it was, it was, a, it was an odd choice. Uh, like, right. Hold fucking still. If no, you're gonna do that. I like, I mean, like, come on. Like, they're so they have no they don't place any value on life. The Soviets, so they should just like have put a body, an actual person, in there and then done it. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, that's where Matt's facetious voices. Um, <laughs> just for, for the listeners. Um, and uh, oh god, my notes. There's more burned out villagers. Uh so many tropes. Um, I've learned everything I know about Russian history from Rambo. Uh, Rambo Four. Is there more? <laughs> Only Rambo Four. Yeah, right, just Rambo Four. Um, what about what about Rocky Four? Oh, sorry, I meant Rocky Four. Rocky Four. I said Rambo yeah. Four. Yeah. No, you, Rambo Four is Burma. Yeah. Rambo Three. Rambo Three and, and Rocky, Rocky four. four. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. What about Hunt for Red October? Yeah. No, that was not a big one for me. Okay, just Rambo Three. Okay, those are yeah. good. Those, I mean, those are those are. I mean. It's kind of like, I feel like contract over is more like graduate work and like yeah, no, those right, are, are more like kind of canon undergrad. Like yeah. everyone needs to know these like doy, right. but like yeah, yeah, exactly. Like oh, I read Howard Zinn. <laughs> I saw Rocky, Rocky, four. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, we love our undergrads. We do. Um, yeah. come join us. Uh, sign up for a course. Yeah, yeah. If you yeah. dare, why not? What are you doing? If you're not doing this, you, what are you, you doing? You can get this in person. I mean, well, yeah. I don't know why you wouldn't want to. Yeah, face to face. We're not. We're not dicking around. Yeah, here. we'll like, give yeah. you. An, we'll give you an autograph too. <laughs> we will. Um, we'll sign your syllabus. <laughs> then you'll have to read. I'll. I'll. I'll put my name secreted somewhere in the syllabus. Then you have to find it. Like yeah. Ah. Yeah. Um. A U.S. air raid. So on the on the on a Soviet yeah, where boat. Are we here? And yeah. so this is a. Uh, this is in Haiphong, where where um. Okay, so we've got the ship. They're unloading it. They're right there. Yeah, and, and Fong and and the the boat gets uh, um, sunk by the American. Oh yeah, yeah. The, this is cool. They got yeah. some like American jets, like kind of flying by, getting yeah. shot down. Like yeah, that was like that was like real jets being shot yeah, down. They were like, like yeah. real jets. Well, not being shot down, but like at least crashing into the water. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that was cool. Yeah, no, like there was some money spent on this in weird ways, like you could tell, like and and some of the battles. we find the American jet. What we do with? We throw in water, yes. <laughs> or the or this was great, like, like you said, like child, like I miss the uh, Green Beret kind of uh, toy helicopter kind of situation, but uh, this seemed like actual jets and actual. They no no yeah. they were. Did you know like the the ship gets hit by the uh, U.S. jets? And the captain's mm-hmm. like, all right, uh, calling for an evacuation, everybody out. But they have, like, some guys just for some reason, like, keep wanting to, 
like dick around with these hoses and keep spraying the boat down <laughs> while like massive explosions are going on. Like there's, you know, they're getting pelted with shrapnel and stuff like in the face, but they're like, no, they're very dedicated to calm down out everybody. This yeah. One section of fire in the <clears> boat <throat> that is completely engulfed in flames. And so uh, we're at Haiphong, um, sort of a, a deep water port in Vietnam, uh, and survivors make it ashore. Um, and I think this this was Fong's boat, right? It was Fong? like some of the scenery here, like Halong Bay, like oh yeah, um, like this is like pre tourists Halong like Bay, top so, places you should go. Yeah, well, in Asia. Not, I don't know if you'd want to go there now, but like twenty years ago, yeah, right. Go get in the time machine, go back before it was ruined. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, it's amazing. Like, at least look at some of the Google images of it or whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, it is fan- yeah. How long fantastic. Um, uh, and so they make it to shore, and we get a convoy, and like, and then, and so, so Fong and he joins his wife May and the little boy, and then Kate Francis um, is joining this convoy, um, walking out. Right? Is that where you're on the notes? We missed anything. Uh, so they're in the cave now, kind of in the cave area. Yeah, that's in part of that. If if Kate is there, then they definitely have they have. Joined, I mean, some v- Vietnamese forces. dude comes to the captain and says, uh, "The committee has received word your ship has sunk. They have provided you with a bus." Yeah, and um, more air attacks. Uh, <laughs> uh, God, bombed out village. Uh, this is the scene where the kids with the the dude with the sticking out of the sand, oh, sand okay. pile, yeah. um, the bombed out village. Um, and then, which was kind of a weird, like the payoff wasn't nearly as good because you didn't, you just see Fong walking with um, his little baby and um, his, his kid, his, his kid. And he's supposed to be lifeless. He dies. He dies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> good drop. Matt's on the ox cable folks. And um, yeah. Uh, and the mother may is distraught because the baby's dead, like as one would be. Right. But Fong, the only thing we know about his relationship with this kid is that he's he mad that hates the child talks on the doesn't phone. know how to talk on the phone. Yeah. So according to Fong, two year old. Yeah, according to Fong, he does. Okay, there you got it. So the so then the we have the the U.S. request that all foreign ships leave Haiphong, and uh, the Americans are deploying hundreds of mines. Um, out in the bay, and uh, the Soviet Soviets are kind of helping the Philippines. Okay, yeah, yeah, the, the uh, yeah. It's been mined. All foreign ships have to leave within three days. It's unclear how the Japanese and British removed their ships after the mines were dropped, but it is said in the film that they yeah. did. Um, and so they're in some big meeting, and uh, the com- comrades in the south need their aid, which they have to have access to the harbor to provide. So Fong is, quote, the only man who can carry out such a mission, end quote. And the that mission is to defuse the the bombs, apparently. Which well, apparently at least he one. Kn- he knows how to one do it. One mine right. near yeah, shore. Yeah. It's unclear why Fong, just a guy who, Plays you checkers. Know, can wife spot it? And our little girl, Tricia, the six-year-old, named it Checkers. So I'm not sure why having that as your skill in life makes you good at defusing bombs. Because he's evidently not, because the Soviet 
dude, his friend. Well, he needs he need like he needs me to help him. This right. Day. He, yeah. He comes the guy along. that I'm referring to as and wife spotted, and our little girl Trisha, the six year old, named Checkers. <laughs> God. Um. So good old Checkers. Uh. They're gonna, and he's gonna help his buddy defuse a mine in the port, and um, the you know the Russian everyone everyone's working together. The the there's kind of some knockoff MacGyver music that they're <laughs> or to solve this case, you know, kind of um, working to defuse the mine, um, and they're successful, and he just fucking knocks. Yeah, shit out. it was really really tense there for a minute, but. <laughs> It was. It was again like they had so much opportunity to create like, and they di- they really didn't. It was just like it looked. It could have been like, hey, here's a fun video of how to polish your, you know, aluminum tank. Knob. Oh, <laughs> yeah. aluminum tank. Okay. Yeah, and it was like, no, this was a this is a bomb. There was no none of the yeah, um, and they're just in like ankle deep water. Um, what did you think about this? So they come up with a plan. There's all the mines out in deep water. Matt, what did you think about their plan to remove the mines? What what is the plan? The plan the plan is dumb. The plan is to we we have we have five motorboats at our disposal here. So what if we got the motorboats, ran over the mines on purpose, real fast, real fast, and then it would trigger them, and then they would blow up like behind them as they went over them. Right, like what? What could go wrong? There's like, only one man for this job, <laughs> Fong. Fong, get over here. Tell your, tell your bullshit kid to get off the phone and, um, get over here. Yeah. Uh. So the commission should find a way to do this move safely. We have no right to put our men in danger. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Um. So so a kind of crazy scene that I was watching it, thinking like, how did no one not get killed? During this scene where people are... Oh, like when they were filming it? Like in real life, yeah. Yeah. Like people are driving boats and then like like clearly... And then clearly they're blowing up some of them and like like probably running over actual... I don't know. Like it was wild. Like (laughs) like, how did... (laughs) Who was green lighting this? No, one boat was like direct hit nailed. Yeah. By a mine. Right. But it looked... It looked... It looked pretty dangerous. Um... So again, lots of uh, lots of explosions in the water. Yeah, we have we have a lo- large group on shore looking very concerned the entire time. They kind of cut back and forth between the yeah. concerned group on shore and the boats. I, I was like, I was like, okay, why don't two boats go dragging uh, dragging something behind in the middle between them, and they can hit the mine, and then it'll blow up that and not the boats. Like, how about how about that? This is like the way this looked was um, when I was probably about twelve. We had like a camcorder and we would like record like quote unquote movies with it. Okay, it looked kind of like that, like kind of like really well done. Yeah, like really well done. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, it seemed like it because uh, it's just like a, a still shot, like on five motorboats just kind of driving in a harbor, and then they s- kind of turn a little bit. And then they turn away, and then it'll cut, and then it'll be kind of like some explosion. Yeah, um, it was not. It, it was. It fantastic. was not. Uh, it was not James Bond, uh, man with the golden gun, boat chase. I'm telling mm. you. Yeah, it was. It yeah, was not. That's a good one. Um, so, uh, and then we're 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 back to um, uh, Kate and Checkers out walking through the market. Can wife spot it. 
And our little girl, Tricia, the six-year-old, uh, named it Checkers. So they're, they're, uh, they're walking. And, and, and actually, the, these are great real, real scenes of um, Market Vietnam. Oh, she's very touristy. She's got the camera out. Uh, yeah. Yeah, she's taking pictures with her cell phone. Um, you know, and then and putting them up on her Insta. Yeah, yeah, she definitely uh, is. Um, oh, we do learn that. that yeah, she- I have in my notes taking pictures of fruit stands. Fact check accurate. <laughs> uh, the um, we oh yeah, found out that Checkers is a uh, he builds he builds um, and white spotted. Goddamn, and our little girl Tricia, the six year old, named it Checkers. That uh. That that checkers um, builds, and our little girl Trisha, the six-year-old, named it checkers. We find out that the person <laughs> who plays a game that is less than chess is, um, and in, uh, a bridge engineer. That's what he does. Um, does this sure, work? sure, bridge engineer. <clears throat> yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so he's out building a bridge, um, and uh, you know, American planes are flying around. He got her flowers too. So I don't know. Was that a move he was trying to put on her? Yeah. Um, when do when do we tell our listeners who this is? This is a this real this real dramatic. Or do we wait till the end? To the she's singing her songs. I I say let's let's go a little more. Okay. So so this uh, what is her name? Kate. Um. There there. It seems like a meat cute in the market. There. Is he making the moves on her? Did you get that sense? Well, the flowers. I thought. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's trying to pick her up. And uh, and then and then um, we cut to oh did you <laughs> so the barge that is able to get out because yeah of the heroic work of Fong to clear the minefield and then they cut to um, so our our good buddy Ken White spotted and our little girl Trisha the six year old named it Checkers so he he's like. <laughs> working on some bridge or something but he abandons it immediately because he's like Fong is like hey you should come with me to this press conference and he's like oh okay uh hey um here's the plans for the bridge you finish it I'm gonna go and then he just leaves like (laughs) did you did you oh I also forgot to like um there's this very offhand um Kate's like these people are extraordinary they endure their hardships with calm and Checkers is all like, uh... Can White spot it. And our little girl, Trisha, the six-year-old, named it Checkers. They're, they're, used, they're used to war. This is like, you, you know, he totally downplays, like, yeah, yeah, whatever. They're, they're cool with it. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's, no, it's, no, it's nothing. Love it. It's a match on a fire, really. Like, uh, these guys are fine. And um, so we have all, you know, a series of videos of American GIs, supposed to be American GIs, captured... And uh, confession videos, what we call these, they're regretting their service. Is, yeah, they're yeah. kind of, some POWs are marched uh, through the town, which would it, that, that could have happened. That's not, that's not shocking. Yeah, that actually um, happened, yeah. They are interrogating one um, kind of, you know, sort of very, very generic, like, what's your name? Like, where are you from? What's your profession? You know, and the first one they talk to, like, what's your profession? He's like, uh, professional football player. (laughs) 
Right, they went in a cliche like, of American okay, jobs. Uh, why, why are you here then? Uh, shouldn't you be in like Super Bowl? Uh-huh. What, what is it? We don't even know the year on this movie, but two? Super Bowl two yeah. or something, right? Yeah. Um, why do you call this land target for death? Because you Vietnamese are so skilled at killing us. Ooh. I can't remember if that's an actual quote or if that was one of my fake quotes that I wrote down. Oh, but either way, it's the gist of it. The coordinates for death. Yeah. 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 Yes. Um, and so so we have... No, this is a long parade. Like, this goes on, like, I got, what, there are probably eight uh, guys. Right, like, through, like, every single person they interview, and they're like, yeah, like, I I am just a lowly factory, uh, uh, middle-class factory worker. You know? Occupation? White-collar worker. <laughs> Yeah, right. How much are you paid? I'm paid $1,000 per flight. <laughs> right. Soldiers got paid by the flight, right? The, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's how uh, they that's uh, how One it, that's grand how per flight, like... God, you'd be so rich. Like, I mean, a, a United Airlines so many pilot sorties, today like, would be like, uh, yeah, give me that. Yeah, no, the... Uh, um, <laughs> this was... This was uh, the, the, the soldiers were... I mean, we we know this actually happened that there were some confession videos and of uh, so, so usually extracted under duress that, that right. American GIs um, uh, endured and suffered, but they're really yeah they're really playing it up and like um, you know about what their who they are what their talents were um, why they did what they did I felt nothing on the inside right <laughs> before we well, why don't I let me jump in here and give a little bit of like a grand backstory then for this. Like yeah, if I, let's if I do may, it. Like, because because we're getting actually toward the end of the film, so like I wanted to give a little historical context. Get in the weeds. Uh, into the weeds, if you will. I'm gonna move my mic a little bit so I can see my screen. But um, post, let, let, this is just a history of the Soviet Union and Vietnam, kind of. Okay, so kind All of right. so so their relations during the war. Post Geneva, Soviet Union is, is kind of modestly involved in Vietnam, not really fully supportive of the the idea of unification reunification um now this video would have it otherwise man well be, well that but that oh, takes yeah. place later right so the, but that that will change that changes in 64 august of 64 post gulf of tonkin right once gulf of tonkin happens and the us is like hey we're fully in this yeah. nonsense then then that policy kind of changes and they sort of see us escalation as i guess kind of a challenge to the balance of power um also a test of credibility uh, of support for revolutionary movements in developing nations, which was kind of big on their, I don't know, propaganda wheel, you know. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Um, Soviet Premier Alexei Kozhin, quote, uh, cannot remain indifferent to the fate of fraternal socialist country, end quote, and that is uh, ready to give Hanoi the, quote, necessary assistance. February 6th, 1965, in Hanoi, this is uh, from the Times, New York Times, uh, quote, the Soviet leaders termed North Vietnam and, quote, inspiring example, end quote, to the North Vietnamese and their, quote, struggle against American interventionists and their puppets, end quote. So you can sort of see the rhetoric has changed once you get into 64, 65, um, they're also concerned with China's growing influence in the region. They saw success versus the U.S. and Vietnam. Theoretically, that's going to provide them with their own base of influence in Southeast Asia that could counter the U.S. base of South e- of influence in Southeast right. Asia. 
and PRC, People's Republic of China, um, influence in the region. Um, so by 69, USSR has replaced uh, China as the largest supplier and supporter of Vietnam. So prior to it had been China. By 69, it's not China any longer. Now it's Soviet Union. Um, 2,000 Soviet military experts uh, operated radar, any aircraft installations. They maintained equipment. Um, that might not sound like a ton, and compared to China pre-69, yeah, definitely not. China had 170,000 troops north of the 21st parallel in 67, just in one year, for example. Yeah, that's a so, lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So by 69, China is mostly gone, though, and that it's it's interesting like i think part of that is is like china is really pushing this kind of like historic proje- uh presumption or projection about like the centrality of china to the culture and political history of china in asia and hanoi is being very resistant to that and like you know the the uh v- vietnamese chinese yeah we have all we've all done our reading is yeah. like you know millennia old right so like they're not like gonna kind of i don't know kiss the ring or whatever you whatever for china and and of course as, as as historians know that like you know like vietnam and the chinese model is a is a there, there are real um especially in the north but absolutely kind of full-fledged mandarin kind of um influences and uh you know meritocracy and uh, the exam system and you know, language like like so. It was. Uh, I mean, but I guess it doesn't. It still rings kind of bitter that Vietnam doesn't want to. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're not completely derivative of you. So. Right, right, right. I mean, yeah. I yeah. mean, you could go back to the Trung sisters or something, right? For, for yeah. Um. So so yeah, they they don't want to. I guess be submissive. I I think that's kind of conceptually an issue. You know. Anyways. Um. They're also mad about the increase of Soviet aid, though. Like, so this is where China and the Soviet Union are like splintering too. Like, as you get into the sixty, the late sixties, um, which of course isn't is <laughs> this whole Soviet monolith concept that right? They're all going to the, find common cause with each yeah, other to the United States. Like, to the American public is just is it's total nonsense if you just look at. What's happening? Like they are the two biggest powers are, I don't know. Enemies is probably maybe too strong, but it is. They're not. They certainly will be. They're not friends, right? Um, The Cultural Revolution in China is a disaster, of course, and that causes China to pull back a lot, also from overseas commitments too. So that falling on the back of Great Leap Forward and everything. Like, there's a lot of, like, internal stuff going on in China that is is kind of causing it to kind of pull back from overseas commitments or external commitments. Um, and the Soviet Union is encouraging negotiations with D.C., with Washington, and China did not support that. Um, they are... The Soviet Union is, on its face, a deterrent, a nuclear deterrent to the United States. Um, that would... I guess reinforce the U.S. decision to not invade the North, which had been made earlier on. But this is like a once the Soviet Union is more heavily involved, it's like okay, that's like reinforcing that decision. Like okay, that's a good idea that we didn't do that because we don't want this nuclear <laughs> enemy right. coming in. Um, use of nuclear or, or using you know maybe Kurt, Curtis LeMay's wet dream, right, to just drop nukes everywhere uh, as far as the eye could see. Um, 
So there's a little bit of a backstory on kind of some of what's going on. We don't know the year in this film. You know, I'm kind of guessing 68 or something, but... Right, but then all over say. all over Southeast Asia, you have a um, more, and especially po- the, the Americans pull out. There's lots of Russians who are still, which is which, who are the cast for this movie. You have in 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 Indochina, you have a healthy number of Eastern Europeans who are hanging around. Um, yeah, um, in humanitarian and other capacities, there, advisory. Uh, yeah, so. Again, lots right, of so back to the press conference. Then. Hanoi Hilton. Well, yeah, okay. So, um, or something like it. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure that it, I don't. I I yeah, I don't think it was the. I mean, uh, it didn't look like it, but I'm saying it, it was trying to be like right. yeah, like that, like where we keep the soldiers. Um, did you like Kate is uh, testifying? Boy, she is really crying here. Like, like they how much glycerin between takes they had to put on her like uh it was comically <laughs> oh they a, a comic flood of tears coming down her as she's testifying yeah yeah are we talking about the soldiers or kate testifying uh but well so, so the soldiers yeah. go first right, right right and and um you know the first one he's mad at the u.s government because they said no soviet rockets would be there Ooh yeah he's mad and so uh, he was lied to because because these uh, these great fantastic Soviet rockets are there. Yeah, that was a weird like um, a point of contention, and uh, or he felt nothing inside. Yeah. So these are kind of like these show trial sort of things. There was one guy that was a little defiant still. Like, uh, do you believe the U.S. is uh, invulnerable? And he says, uh, Yes, I do. And don't try to make me look like a barbarian. We came to burn down the plague of North Vietnamese communism. I'm like. <laughs> Don't try to make me look like a barbarian. I'm going to say something barbaric. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's there's a lot of that, um, and then we hear uh, which which could be alternate title for this movie. You cannot slash in half the breeze. Mm. Right? You cannot slash in half the breeze. Um, told to a very. It was interesting. Did you notice in the crowd they kept panning to like, uh, you know, like um, and Kate would say something about you know, slavery, and they'd pan to the African guys, and they're like, hmm, interesting. <laughs> you know, they, they give, there's like a United Nations kind of yeah. group no, it was of... A, it was a big, yeah, like, auditorium. Press, it was like press a... Press conference, yeah. Like, freshman year seminar, like, sort of room, like... Yeah, but but with not with just Vietnamese, with a whole bunch of people right, from right. all, like... Yeah, including... ...and wife, spotted. <laughs> and our little girl, Tricia, the six-year-old, named it Chuck. Okay. Yeah, he was there. He was there. Um... Very kind of UN crowd, and then should we uh, before before the big reveal? Should we should we hear a little of uh, Kate's speech? You want to do that now? You want yeah, to do that go later? ahead. All right. Or split the land of the Vietnamese. The people and its evergreen land are immortal. And she she looks hard right. Give me that guitar. Plug it in, motherfuckers. <laughs> it's like Hendrix at Monterey right now. Oh yeah. Eat all the leaves, pull all the trees, so scotch from bones and frozen water. Okay. Oh yeah. Should not a single Vietnamese remain alive from cruel men's slaughter. The elephants will rage and roar and rage against all the Yanks of war. She's got the vibrato and on there, yeah. Yeah, she's got a Joan Baez thing going. Maybe a little bit of Grace Slick. And all of 
This is the third time Elephants have been mentioned in her song. She's a big fan of Dumb Drop. Well, it said, um, oh, I have it here. Where is it? Uh, if the people died, the elephants would pick up the slack. If they died, birds would peck out eyes of the Yanks, etc. Very Soviet. Okay. That's what I have in my notes. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So this is like her whole friggin' thing here where she's giving up and giving the speech is like, you know, it's supposed to be Jane Fonda. Ooh, yeah, there we are. It's supposed to be Jane Fonda, but like I'm getting a different sort of sense. Like, um, of I'm getting more like Anita Bryant as opposed to Jane Fonda. Oh, so good. Come back, little orange bird. Oh, God. So bad. I want to introduce you. This is my little friend, Orange Bird. He's not a talking bird. He's a thinking bird. He thinks orange. Watch. Oh, it's painful. You're so smart, little friend. Natural orange juice is rich in vitamin C. Okay. Um, yeah, that's more of the film than, yeah. Yeah, just like her, her... The reason I thought Brian was like, this gets into like an entirely different sort of topic, but um, she was in a in a debate about her being anti-gay rights in Florida in 1977, and she was in this debate, and she just broke into like this song during the debate, like just. On, he has sounded forth the trumpets that shall never call. So did they say like uh Did you ask did it like like asked and answered? Like you're not answering the question. She's like, no way. Let Maybe me hear this. Let me let me sing the song. Uh, who's gonna interrupt her singing this? Like It's kind of a brilliant strategy, like, hey, did you refuse to allow recognize homosexual rights? Glory, glory. Like, you know, no yeah. one's gonna interrupt that. I said. So I was getting a little Anita Bryant. Um Maybe that's just me, but yeah, no, it was bad. Um, so, yeah, uh, this is um, you know, uh, then 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 a, another long credit scene, and and also all of the B footage that if you didn't see the other cut yeah. of the plane falling, this is yeah the, yeah. So check so it out. she's yeah. while she's singing that song, not Anita Bryant, while our fake Jane Honda, Jane Honda, Jane Fonda is singing that song. Uh, we have a montage of of Vietnamese doing cool acts or. <laughs> Um, explosions of random varieties, like yeah, or 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 very Soviet style, like working happily in a factory, like yeah, yeah. Okay, so to close though, we have mm. uh, is he jumping out of a plane or I forget now. Oh yeah, yeah, it, it, or helicopter. I think of a back of a cargo plane or okay, something. Okay, yeah. so it's a dude parachuting down to yes. the shore. Um, right we, on the beach. We, I guess we can assume maybe at Halong Bay or something. Um, and there's a young Vietnamese boy there who has a super confused look on his yeah, face. Adorable like, kid sitting on a water buffalo. Like, yeah. Hmm? And he just kind of lands and takes off his helmet. And then the next thing we know, he's <sighs> in the back of a cart. He's in the cart. Behind the water buffalo. Getting pulled somewhere. Being pulled, and then the movie ends. So... Jones, who okay. The, who the hell is that guy? 
Well, the movie doesn't make it clear, but I think I think my interpretation is that uh, this is uh, this is sort of you know Russians coming in and saving the day, and so he's supposed to be Russian. He's supposed to be Russian. I think. What do you think? I have no idea. I don't know. Right. It was, but I think I think it's meant to be in contrast to the Americans who come in here and drop their bombs. We have the Russian parachuting the Russians in. Come in and he's helping drop Russians, drop Russians, and okay. get rides from kids, and then go on to do help for Russian things. Okay, and then what? Yeah, he's okay riding water buffalo. And now where's he going? Like he's going. You know, you just saw the lots of images. He's going to help those happy factory workers, or maybe be shoot down a plane. Um, yeah, there's tons of stuff you could be doing, like, uh, according to Jane Fonda's little song. So, okay, maybe maybe he's fake Jane Fonda. Maybe he's yeah. Maybe he's uh, um, doing running sound for her at her at her gigs. There's also a video. She's got like a video projected onto her face. <laughs> she's singing. It was kind of a kind of like a very, uh, um, yeah. Speaking of Monterey, you know, very kind of like edgy. Uh, you know, yeah, Jefferson Airplane kind of performance. Fun fact: yeah. uh, Buffalo Springfield played at Monterey, but Neil Young refi- had quit right before that, so David Crosby played guitar. In place it, of is Neil it because for that gig. Joe Rogan was at Monterey? Is that why Neil Young quit? Uh, could have been. Joe Rogan's doing stand up at Monterey, been. and so Neil Young's like, uh, "Hell to the no." I, I don't know if Joe Rogan would have fit the bill there. You know, okay. he he would have he would have asked <laughs> asked up that uh, Alex Jones or somebody to come do it with him. So yeah, that's true. Um, a little 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 topical reference for our, for the listeners. Yeah, here. You're, you can date us <clears throat> to yes, we just watched two uh, NFL <laughs> conference championship <laughs> games right before we watched, this and they were great. This so yes, yeah. they were both great. Um. So yeah, I mean, this is uh this is a this kind of a kind of a fun. It's a short. I love that it was short. That's a bad indicator for to have. But um, do we want to do our do we want to do our uh, our book of the week first? Is it time? Is it time for um? Can wife spot it? And our little girl Trisha, the six year old, named it checkers. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna miss that. I'm gonna miss that. Uh... Do you need one more? Yeah. Can wife spot it? And our little girl Trisha, the six-year-old, named it Checkers. All right, it's that time. Book of the week. Ilya V. Gaiduk, Soviet Union and Vietnam War, published in 1996. Apologize if that pronunciation is incorrect. Um, to to now to today, there there are. We have difficulties in accessing certain materials uh, that were related to the war, whether it be from China, Soviet Union, Vietnam, you know, even the U.S. also. Um, uh, Gaiduk is a Soviet historian who managed to gather a large collection of materials, and a lot of them were um, classified. There was like a brief kind of declassification period following the dissolution of the Communist Party in 91, and there was like, kind of this small window where they kind of liberalized the, mm-hmm. how they classified materials. But then that kind of like clamped back down again by 93, basically. Um, but uh, this author was able to get a lot of materials during that kind of window. 
And this covers sort of one interesting is we have a good Russian historiography of the war, which really does not exist prior to this book. So I think it's good and important for that. Um, it's not perfect, uh, but I think it's a, a good contribution to things that since then historians have built upon. I think it's interesting to look at this one because it's kind of, I don't know, you know, it's, it's, it's maybe one of the first from that side, from the Soviet side, uh, right. to, to talk about and go in depth. You know, you've like Zubak and other ones that are good, like, you know, in the years since, but like, um, so I think it's in, I think it's interesting to kind of look at it for, uh, for the perspective of when it kind of came out and 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 sort of some of the struggles that you know it, it sort of faced in coming out. Um, overall, argues the Soviet role is sort of limited. Um, relations between Moscow and Hanoi were strained at times. A lot of the narrative focuses on diplomacy. He argues that that was sometimes very important, but also generally peripheral. Um, the Soviet Union is instrumental in getting the Paris negotiations started. This goes back to Johnson, Johnson administration. Um, so the Soviet Union is, is big in getting them started, and that it will kind of, of course, continue throughout Nixon and the Nixon presidency. Um, it is sort of the Soviet Union is presented as being persistent and kind of working both sides, U.S., North Vietnam, to come to a diplomatic solution or resolution, but that overall it doesn't amount to a lot more than kind of like a thoughtful intermediary and it's kind of having pretty limited influence over both sides and both parties. Um, it implies that Hanoi is not fully appreciative of Soviet support, but that Hanoi is most interested in maintaining its own self-interest, which I guess you could understand. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, looking back at like going to Geneva 54, like this Soviet Union and China both told Hanoi like, okay, accept these terms that are being offered, even though what you're being offered is less than what you won on the battlefield. Like, you are you are taking versus France, right? So militarily, what they had won, they accepted less than at Geneva at the, at the encouragement at the, at, the, yeah. at the encouragement of the Soviet Union and China, too. Um, we have... So, so it's good. It's got primary, secondary sources from the Soviet Union and the uh, United States... Um, probably lacking in Hanoi's perspective um, and position. Um, it argues that Hanoi is fully committed to military victory even while it's negotiating. That's, I mean, this is what the United States government argued. So this is interesting. But it's also like, okay, I mean, that's what the United States did, though, too, right? The United States is yeah, it's not committed like it's to like fighting a war but also negotiating at the same time, like it's extending olive branches and at the same time it's promoting things like the madman theory or, you know, like, oh, that fucking Nixon, like you don't know what he's going to do, right? He's crazy, right? But we're also negotiating for <clears throat> peace. Yeah, so um, it's hard. It's a little hard to argue that they weren't in completely in good faith when no one really was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I mean, you know, it's interesting. Like it also argues like Hanoi gave up more than the U.S. did in negotiations by... Not most notably, dropping its demand for the removal of the Saigon government, or two. Um, this is like <laughs> the, the North Vietnamese since have said like that was kind of like their ace up the sleeve, right? The, so by about mid seventy two, basically it was pretty clear like hey, U.S. is done; they're going to pull out. 
you know, the writings on the wall, essentially. So you throw that ace and ace up the sleeve of, okay, we are not demanding that two leave to just kind of like reinforce like, okay, the U S can go give, you know, leave. Um, we'll deal with two later. That's what ends up happening. Of course, U S bails two is dealt with later, i.e. the takeover in 75. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's sort of saying like they gave up more. I mean, they didn't really give up pretty much anything that they weren't, and if you look at what was being negotiated in 68 and then what was finally agreed to in 73, it's not dramatically different at all. So anyways, you know, this, and at the end of the end of the day, you know, and all of those agreements are, are going to get, um, the appetite for war had so, had so waned that, um, they could have, they could have basically taken anything that as long as it, you know, um, Started in motion uh, the the complete American withdrawal and the the appetite to get back in was was simply non-existent. So yep. I, they could have uh, almost accepted anything. I'm guessing. Yep. All right. Well, that's it for this week's book of, of the week. Ah, <laughs> oh, the dulcet sounds of a of a Huey. Uh, Matt, we have a we have a special guest that just uh, just choppered in. Just choppered in. Uh, did you check to see if uh, this guest is uh, has the rope tied to her waist uh, <laughs> so she doesn't fall out of the helicopter? <laughs> she did fall out. That's why she's landed here. Uh, the, the, we got you know it's usually just a couple of dumb yanks uh, talking on on the yeah. show, and so we wanted to get a a different perspective on things, which I hope you will all appreciate. So th- so this is our one of our colleagues here at the center for Southeast Asian Studies. Um, Anna, why don't you say hi and tell everybody, you know, who you are. Mm-hmm. Well, hello, everybody. My name is Anastasia, working with the Center for Southeast Asian Studies. But I think the uh, objective of me falling out of helicopter today <laughs> is uh, to review uh, something um, that is Russian-related, um, uh, Vietnamese, but Russian also. And since I'm a Russian-born American that um, move. To the United States about 2000, I mean, yeah, 2002. So um, I went through high school there and a little bit of college. Um, So I have a little bit of insight on culture and how people think and view uh, things from Mm -hmm. from Russian perspective. Can I ask right off the jump? Yeah. Because I saw a couple different translations of the title of this film. Mm Mm-hmm. What is the actual translation? It's actually actual translation. Co- coordinates of death. Yes. Okay. Yes. So it's ve- it's very uh, literal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And you uh, you saw the YouTube version where their subtitles decent? Did you? Um, uh, actually, like halfway, I was looking at subtitles since I can understand everything. I was like right. watching. I was into movies, uh, but whenever I looked um, at the subtitles, they were pretty accurate. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice job, whoever did that. So, do you, so are you? Are you? Are you really grateful that we um, uh, had you watch this uh, sort of this wonderful uh, example of uh, sort of Soviet cinema? Yeah, definitely. Because um, first of all, I was completely ignorant about the war in Vietnam. Um, I was still little. For me, it's like more war in Afghanistan was a kind of still. Um, are you trying to tell me that Russians don't? It's like <laughs> that Russians don't obsess about. 
the same things that Americans obsess about. Like that's that's uh, that right that you have your own your own Afghanistan is Russia's own sort of Vietnam War. That right? is like, correct. I mean, yeah. like exactly the same. Your Vietnam War is Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. It, are there bad? Movies about Afghanistan, Russian movies about Afghanistan? Uh, yeah, we have few, um, but again, it's... Does Chuck Norris star in them? <laughs> I, I, I don't Sly. remember, I don't recollect <laughs> the one with Chuck Norris, but I just know that um, they show um, how hard it was for uh, young boys, especially, you know, they were drafted. Um, so... Uh, is it is it like, th- this is like an interesting, like, side diversion, but... Mm-hmm. Um, for our listeners who are like, the, the, you know, so American films tend to fall into, like, you know, early ones that kind of s- naively support the war or ones that are sort of critical of the of the war itself or the, you know, the, the plight of the boys who fought and had to come mm-hmm. home. Like, right. what, what, what are kind of the general, like, trends of these movies? How do they depict the Vietnamese, the Americans, or, mm-hmm. sorry, the, Af- uh, the Afghanistan, the, um, the Russian soldiers? Like, what's the... I think uh, the the biggest theme was uh, what atrocity they had to Russian soldiers had to go through, um, and how difficult. So, it was. so it's critical of the, mm-hmm. s- of the of the invasion. Yes. In general. Yeah, and then of course, th- this is one of the war that we do view we as a Russian people. Um, so I'm sorry if I'm I'm American, but I speak a we for the Russian people that we saw. Um, the United States as an enemy on, on the other side. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, sadly, as you had war, after the war of Vietnam, nobody really paid attention to uh, soldiers and um, didn't get any help. Exactly the same story with war um, in Afghanistan when the kids came home and mm, they became <coughs> homeless and, um, you know, they had a lot of... Uh, Post-traumatic stress. Yeah. Yes, uh, drinking, um, and then some of those uh, people started joining those organizations since the government turned away from them and become, you know, almost like gang members for for someone, you know, like because they had the training, but they didn't have. Oh, wow. For like Mm -hmm. oligarchs and Mm -hmm. they can't. Yeah, something like that. All right. Well, that's uh, we we you know uh, we're starting a new s- podcast where we'll be watching <laughs> <laughs> r- r- every Russian movie that deals with Afghanistan. No, that that was actually <laughs> eye opening for me. This movie I haven't seen it, and it was interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. Well, it seemed it was co-produced um, by Vietnamese, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. So obviously, there is the Vietnamese have a as much of a stake as the Russians right, do, right? And filmed in Vietnam, um, and most of our Maybe not most. A good deal of the characters are, are Vietnamese, but we also have some Russian, key Russian figures. So I guess, what, why don't we start, like, what is your, um, I guess, where might this fit in? We, we were just talking a little bit off air about kind of 80s era, maybe Soviet cinema. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's a lot of, in U.S. films in this period of time, you know, the era of Reagan, Cold War propaganda, you know, a movie like Rocky Four. <laughs> Sure. is a huge blockbuster in the United States, very anti-Soviet. Mm-hmm. This movie is pretty anti-U.S. Does it fit in? Is that, uh, are there other similar similarities that you saw, you know, as a youngster um, in, in f- films? You know, honestly, again, uh, uh, just as a general understanding of Russian population versus uh, Americans is, 
Americans are more involved in politics. Um, uh, Russian population is less active. And so uh, being a girl and, uh, you know, growing up um, like a regular you know, child, I think um, maybe I wasn't that influenced even talking to my mother after I viewed this movie because I wanted to mm-hmm. get some information. She said she wasn't that you know, involved, but I know that the biggest focus uh, in early years and even continue on is for Russians um, replaying this World War II um, movies and, um, mm. you know, really still having this big wound and, ha- mm-hmm. um, you know. So, so your you're equi- the Russian equivalent of the Vietnam War movies from America would be World War II focused yeah. kind of. That is co- correct. So World War II, like, while I'm sure uh, th- there's some um, propaganda th- against the United States, I'm sure I can see it on a social media, for example. But there were not so many movies that are focused on showing the Americans as the bad guy, as there's millions of movies showing that Germany and Hitler and Nazis, um, and it continues mm-hmm. on. So that that probably... Right, and mm-hmm. that was, of course, a great uh, national wound of... 20 million people, uh, you know, estimated killed. Yeah, uh, in huge losses um, for the Russian. And, yeah. right, so yeah, it still obviously leaves a mark, so. Mm-hmm. So the, the um, so I think we can all agree this movie is great. So uh, if, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll s- did a spit take. Uh, <laughs> 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 hmm. The, 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 uh, uh, what did you? What did you, can you laugh into the microphone? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. What did you? Um, were you? Did you find it entertaining at all? Like mm-hmm. our listeners have, we've kind of gone okay. through the plot. Like, like that you thought was like kind of interesting or or terrible. Or okay. <laughs> so honestly, uh, I thought it was completely lame. Uh, it was. Uh, I mean, I can. Um, I can understand. Like, I can. I've never seen that, and it's one of those movies that were made really early, so it's stretching and it's really long. Right now, I think I'm very used to, to boom, boom, really fast movies, you know, the plot, yeah. and, and, you know, bad guy, good guy. In here, a lot of sad music. Point is being made over and over again. This does, you know, killing the innocent people, mm-hmm. sad children eyes, poor elderly, like just, uh, mm-hmm. it's just... Sad children eyes is a good yeah. way. Of, like there's yeah. lots of... Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Crying I, kids. Yeah, right. mm-hmm. I think, I mean, it's... It, it, I think for that year, um, this movie was all right. Um, I, I mean, for me watching it now, um, you know, it's it was a little bit boring and at the same time, <laughs> you know, eye opening. I um I I didn't know that uh Russian really had uh this kind of propaganda against the American soldiers and you know, my son is about uh, dreaming to join West Point and I have such pride in the military and people that I've met uh were such honorable people. For me it was just hurtful to see those Americans on helicopter drinking beer, eating burgers, having sunglasses, and killing innocent I, I, people. I, I think I think I mean, maybe Matt Matt spoke this earlier that that some of that is just all of that is basically we even in its at its worst is basically didn't happen right like, at all. Extremely exaggerated because I mean the the stories of <laughs> the U.S. <laughs> soldiers, you know, 
doing drugs and getting drunk and everything. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of ubiquitous in a lot of these films. Yeah, but that happens at base. They're right. They're not yeah. doing that when they're flying helicopters around. So and, <laughs> yeah. and tar- targeting cer- certain targets. Yeah, right. They would have just done that sober. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Which is Come which on. is its own disturbing. But uh, yeah, no. The the it it, it, see, it seemed to me like like it was so from from like Russian eyes. It was so over the top that even you mm-hmm. were just like, Ugh. even if it you was. felt sympathetic, you're like, okay. Yeah, it, it was over exaggerated for sure. I mean, yeah. How did you um, now tell us about that? This is uh, the the uh, the woman in the film. Uh, she's she's one of Russia's great actresses, right? That is incorrect. <laughs> oh, <dang> uh, <laughs> she's <laughs> she's probably most unknown one because I have not seen her in any other movies. Oh, okay. um, so I was wondering, maybe in, she, in my head, I just imagined maybe she's she, like, she yeah. was an American uh, stand there and you know play play mm-hmm. this part. Who knows? You didn't like when she got the guitar out at the end and started shredding. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, her and fabu- she and she's song. yeah she spoke such a, a great Russian too. Uh, you know, she was fluent in Russian. Um, right, very rare for American actress to be that that <laughs> skilled. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, which yeah. which I'm sorry brings me to the other one point I want to make about oh, yeah. American films is, oh my gosh, when you I mean if somebody can ever hear me, uh, that would be great. Who does those great blockbuster movies? <laughs> when you start using people and who are enemies, Russian people, and they start speaking Russian. Do you know how hurt it is to hear what a huge accent they have? At <laughs> least if you're going to use Russian language. Please invite someone who speaks clear, clearly Russian. Because you mean you mean like w- in English yeah. with a like super Russian accent? Like yeah. So yeah. no, how you show like Russian generals and you try to obviously to give this environment <laughs> of how it is, so they will start speaking Russian. But if you really Russian and you listen to them and you like, what? You know, speak English. You know, um, that's like one <laughs> thing that bothered me always in American movies. Uh, Russian yeah. movies don't do that. I mean, if they, even if they show, like, American counselor or someone, they're all going to speak just to Russian the whole entire time. You just have an understanding th- that this is an American person uh, talking. But right. it's, so that's one did thing. You ever, did you ever see The Hunt for Red October, the movie? Uh, the submarines where they're chasing each other, Russian I, and American? Uh, I, I don't think so. So no. they, they, make, they make a choice in that movie uh, that where, where they, like, zoom in on... Sean Connery, who is the Russian sort of submarine captain, mm-hmm. yes. and and yeah, and he's speaking he's speaking Russian, and suddenly like you know he's just speaking English. Oh, and and so they're like it's kind of like hey, so he, we know he's Russian and would be speaking Russian, but we're not gonna have subtitles. So yeah, okay. this is this is yeah he's yeah. just speaking English. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um so so you so you, so you so you loved it. That's good to hear. Um. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Did you uh, did you like the? Uh, we, did we talk about earlier that you know there's a little? Did you get a little romance vibe between yes. Checkers yes. and uh, Checkers. Ilya? Ilya, his Ilya? name. Okay. Ilya. So his name's Ilya. What was her name again? It was Ka- Ilya. Karen. The, oh, the hers. W- yeah. She oh. seems like a Karen, but um, <laughs> Ilya slash Checkers, and then the Jane Fonda. Of course, because yeah, he got your flowers. I mean. Yes. At the market, as they were walking in, he was giving her that wisdom about, you know, <laughs> uh, pe- people uh, lived in for 30 years in war. They don't know better. So, um, yeah, there, there was a little bit something, a little spark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
but it didn't didn't go didn't, anywhere. Yeah, they didn't take yeah, it d- they didn't develop that <laughs> that plot. Maybe her next song was gonna be a love song about <laughs> to him. Yeah, that song. <laughs> oh, oh, do you know the group the Who? Oh yeah, uh, with uh, with cock, uh, the what uh, the Who <laughs> with with the Roach. That was exactly just I was thinking about that song. It was exactly, and I think that um, uh, song is about if you come. You know, with like swords, be like tigers gonna, you know, uh, kill you if you come with something else. Be like any elephants will stop on you. It's exactly the same song, just a little bit tweaked. Yeah, and uh, it's more uh, right now. This the who Mongolian group is one at the top. You know, it's one of the international. Oh, we're talking about the Mongolian, not 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 not, 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 not Pete no. Townsend. Who? No, <laughs> no. I was trying to think yeah. like uh, Boris the Spider, yeah. maybe. No, no, okay, no. Okay. Um, <laughs> but there's like two versions. One is okay. when they speak their language, uh, just Mongolian, yeah. and the other one with, uh, I think the Roach is uh, like a. Yeah, I've heard, I've, heard, I've heard them. Yeah. So, but it's uh, pretty much the same kind of song. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! I mean, <laughs> they're like a they're like a Mongolian kind of death metal band. Yes. Uh, I, I don't know if I would describe uh, her as like a. Uh, you're saying you're saying the theme. The, yeah, the, there's yeah. so much similarities. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Do a side by side. Yeah, I'm. I'm still stuck on. I'm trying. Yeah, I'm now thinking about Tommy, uh, Quadrophenia. <laughs> All these yeah. wonderful songs are floating to my brain now. Yeah, when you said the who, the who so. most mm-hmm. Americans like like Matt are going to be like, oh yeah, you know the famous epic rock band from the sixties. Oh uh, no, I don't know yeah, that one. Yeah, uh, it's oh. one of the newer oh, ones. Matt, Matt's brain is like Anna. spinning. He's got a whole album. Okay, st- yeah, <laughs> no. Live at Leeds is, is going to be heavier than anything this Mongolian group's got. No. Put on Live at Leeds. No, I I will I will um, find it for you after we're all done. So yeah, excellent. The uh-huh. the best who so Anna's saying. Um, <laughs> so any any anything we anything we before we go to uh before we go to uh ratings anything that uh else that uh sort of yeah, anything interest? else stuck yeah. out that we haven't gone over that you wanted to mention i mean honestly uh just watching the movie in general um i think the the biggest thing on a positive note that uh, i've taken is honestly when when somebody doesn't matter Russia or the United States stepping into um, a country and trying to divide right south between north, uh, at some point, you know it it's not their territory. So people were fighting, uh, people were trying to you know have the one united Vietnam. So um, I think uh, just remembering that uh, before we start going somewhere and trying to. Uh, play politics. I think it's it's good. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, are you going to give us a, a Ukraine? Um, uh, uh, <laughs> maybe prediction? a little bit. Uh, yeah. Maybe maybe a little bit. You know, on <laughs> 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 a con- contemporary note, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we could be dating the recording of this podcast. Uh, yeah, right. Who exactly. knows? By the time this is released, oh my god, things might be a little different <laughs> in the world. Do you think? Uh, saying? Yeah. Oh. Well, um, yeah. Uh, so, so I think now's the time where we're uh, we, we we give a little ranking. Um, I'll go first. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, <laughs> this might be controversial, but I I kind of love hated this movie. I didn't I didn't love hate. I like hated this movie because uh, it was so weird and like um, this artifact of like um, 
you know, like copying tropes you see in some of the movies we watch, but like done completely different like lens and, and, and agenda. And then the, you know, the, the Jane Fonda kind of stand in this kind of funny, like, um, uh, and, and some of it was like super awful. Um, like, like some of it, yeah, the <laughs> most of it. And well, there, mm-hmm. uh, there were, there were mm-hmm. like, uh, the compared to movies that were shot, not in Vietnam, shot in America and pretending to be Vietnam. Like there were, there was an authenticity to this one mm-hmm. that, that we didn't have. And just so for, for this, I know this will harm me at the end oh. of the year when we, when we tally our scores, but I'm going to give this a five dong um, rating. Cause I think you should see this movie cause it's so odd the, uh, compared to what we've watched. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, Matt, what do you think? Okay. I will agree with you that it is very odd. Um, the uh, like Anna mentioned, the music is kind of this ever present <laughs> sadness. Yeah, this it, is it, it's 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 like the water torture or something, right? It's just it, it just won't leave you alone. Um, the the plot is awful. Um, there are tons of plot holes, like Fong being just this dude on a barge who somehow is tapped to be the head. Is an expert in defusing yeah, mines. Yeah, defuse yeah. the mines. <laughs> Uh, we need somebody to man the uh, motorboat brigade and uh, lead it, l- <laughs> clear clear the harbor. How about Fong? Um, <laughs> were you just running out of, we just didn't have enough characters developed, I, I guess, maybe yeah. was the reason. But, um, you know, it, it's dumb. It, the cinematography is pretty bad. Um, it's 86. It attempts to get you to, to, like, tug at your heartstrings a bit with, you know, some of this. Sentiments. Not really, it's not really graphic, but... Um, you know, like it's the loss of life of, of mm-hmm. young children and, and, and things like that. But for the most part, it doesn't even do a very good job of that. Like, you know, you're not, mm-hmm. it, it, it pales in comparison to a movie like um, Little Girl of Hanoi, something like that, which is, yes, it's Soviet propaganda, or excuse me, Vietnamese propaganda, but it's. Um, oh, yeah, super powerful. It's, it's well done and it's like super powerful and like makes you feel things. Like this movie feels very. Fake. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, long story short, I'm going to give it a 2.5. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right, Anna. How okay. many how many dong are you going to give this? Yeah, I'm I'm actually so agree with Matt on this one, um, yes. especially uh, s- uh, <laughs> so uh, just uh, watching one part when um, the door is open in a peaceful village and there's poor grandma with two children mm-hmm. uh, hugging them, hiding. And then the American soldier is throwing the grenade and blowing it up. Um, this is even for uh, the most uh, hateful person of the um, um, the United States would probably question some doubts. Uh, there's, uh, I don't know what would be wrong with a soldier to really end innocent lives like that. So um, I would give it probably two points. Two, two dong. Two dong. Two dong. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, thanks for coming in. We'll, uh, uh, you know, we're going to tap you for your for your for your expertise. If we can maybe, uh, you know, we'll dig up some more. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. And uh, thanks for coming in. And uh, Matt, if uh, listeners want to hit us up on social media, where can they find hit us? Hit us up uh, at Napalm Podcast on the Twitter and uh, leave leave some comments. Some uh, requests, some, perhaps. Some stars, some ratings. Yeah, smash that like button on uh, anything that's not Spotify. 
you know, uh, <laughs> your Amazon Music. We're the Neil Young. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Crosby, Stills, and Nash just pulled out of it too. So oh well, wow. It is. It is a. Uh, it's it's a gathering storm. Yeah. That will fizzle out probably in a couple days, but. Um, a yeah, so smash the like button, leave us a five star review. You know the drill. No bad reviews allowed. Um, <laughs> uh, I think that's all I got. All right, thanks Thank for you. next time. Thank thanks, you. Anna. Bye. Bye. I love the smell of great pump in the morning. I bet you could suck a golf ball through a garden hose. Good morning, Vietnam. You let me worry. That green beret. Napalm in the morning. Your first, last, and only podcast for the Vietnam War through film.